0: Hi, my name's Sam Webster, and we're going to talk about the anatomy of the rotator cuff muscles in five minutes or less. Uh, We'll do what do they do? Uh, Where are they? So their anatomy. We'll do innovation. Won't worry about blood supply. And then if we've got time, we'll talk about the clinical stuff. All right. I've started my five minute timer. This is going to be a challenge. Uh, What do they do? They're in the shoulder region. They stabilize the glenohumeral joint. What does that mean? Well, they run from the scapula, that's your shoulder blade, to your humerus, that's the bone in your upper arm. And their main job is to stabilize the joint between the scapula and the humerus. The the curvy bit, the socket is called the glenoid uh, fossa. So the glenohumeral joint is the joint between the scapula and the humerus. So the rotator cuff muscles help hold the head of the humerus into that joint and they stabilize it there are much bigger muscles that are very good at moving the upper limb but these guys also do some movements particularly rotation and one of them does abduction Um, but stability is is kind of the name of the game here now they are much smaller muscles relative to the bigger more superficial muscles of the shoulder region which means they are more likely to be injured than the big muscles. Uh, Okay so what are the rotator cuff muscles? There are four of them supraspinatus, infraspinatus, teres minor and subscapularis. Now if you reach over to your shoulder blade And you palpate your scapula. What you can feel is a spine, the spine of the scapula, running from left to right. So supraspinatus is a muscle that's superior to this. So superior to the spine of the scapula is the supraspinatus fossa, a little depression. And the supraspinatus starts here and then runs deep to the acromion if you palpate the the highest bony point of your shoulder it runs deep to that bone so through a little bony tunnel to get to the humerus and inserts into the greater tubercle now when your arm is hanging by its side uh, supraspinatus is important in starting abduction of the humerus that is pulling the humerus away from the side of your body to about 15 degrees and then the bigger deltoid muscle lying over the top can take over and do more of the work supraspinatus is innervated by the suprascapular nerve which comes from the superior trunk of the brachial plexus all right infraspinatus is inferior to the spine of the scapula and it runs from the scapula to the greater tubercle of the humerus and if you imagine this on your back pulling the humerus it externally rotates the humerus, laterally rotates the humerus, that is it spins the humerus away from the body as it were and it's innervated by the suprascapular nerve as well. Difficult to imagine that movement. If your elbow is bent your hand moves away from your body. Now inferior to infraspinatus is teres minor. When we're dissecting it's very difficult to tell apart infraspinatus and teres minor. They look like the same muscle because it also runs from the lateral scapula to the greater tubercle of the humerus and it also then does the same job of external or lateral rotation of the humerus. This one's in- innervated by the axillary nerve, like the deltoid muscle is. Don't mix up teres minor with teres major. Teres major is a bit further down and actually runs to the anterior humerus, so it does the opposite job. Subscapularis, the final muscle, is on the deep surface of the scapula. So it's on the side of the scapula closest to the rib cage closest to the lungs as it were and it runs from that deep surface out to the lesser tubercle of the humerus so if this is on the on the other side on the anterior scapula if that muscle shortens and pulls on the humerus it's going to medially rotate the humerus or internally rotate it that is spin the humerus inwards into the body so again if you had your Upper arm by your side and your elbow bent at 90 degrees and you immediately rotate your humerus. Your hand will be brought from in front of you to in front of your belly. Uh, Subscapularis is innervated by the upper and lower subscapular nerves. All right. So I said these are small muscles, so they can tear more easily than the larger muscles, so they kind of need looking after. If you're doing a lot of shoulder stuff, you need to give them time to recover, develop and strengthen. So overuse can lead to degenerative changes because they're much smaller muscles. Uh, They can cope with these loads not so well as the big muscles. Degenerative changes are more likely with age. So, you know, rotator cuff injuries, tears, um, pathology of the tendons is more likely as we get older. Now, supraspinatus, I said, runs through that bony tunnel. It's a narrow space deep to the uh, acromion. So inflammation in here of the bursa or the tendon or pathological changes to the tendon means it's going to be harder for that tendon to run through that bony space because the bony space isn't getting getting any bigger. Oh, there's my timer. Um, So this would lead to impingement. So there might be pain when this tendon moves through that narrow bony space. So that is pain when you're starting abduction against resistance usually. Gravity is maybe enough resistance. Anyway, um, if you want to strengthen these muscles, then you need to isolate the movement that the muscle does. There are larger muscles that do the same movement like rotation of the humerus, but we need to carefully isolate the muscle, strengthen it gently over time, and um, and then they're good. I look after my rotator cuffs because I use my shoulders a lot climbing. Right. The rotator cuff muscles, anatomy. See you next time.